0: Hey, Legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some Time has a question about their finances. For all your answers in a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat, just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Hello legends and welcome to another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the podcast that actually talks with the superstars and not about them each and every episode. This is Spotlight, out every Wednesday night over the off-season and we're focusing the light this week on St George Illawarra's Zach Lomax. Following is a collection of short interviews we've done for you. Enjoy. Enjoy. I reckon if I was an injured centre and watching the last State of Origin series, I would have seen Latrell and Tommy and thought, "What the fuck is going on here?" Beat it, you fullbacks! Get back in the number one jersey. But Zach Lomax would have been cheering his Blues on regardless, mate. They went okay for a couple of part-time centres,
1: mate. Yeah, as, as you said, they they were outstanding, and um, it just. Just goes to show what kind of football players they are they yeah. can they can play any position and you just need them with their ball with the ball in their hands and is an absolute freak he um he brings so much to his team and he's big strong powerful and he yep. only he only needs it he only needs a little bit of room and poor Dane Gagle had a little bit of a hard time with him and obviously their teammates but mate Tommy Turbo in my opinion is he'd be the best player in the game and yep. I've said it to uh, you know Blocker and, and Vaughn at at training my, my two teammates and I've said it to them for a while and said, mate, I'm, I'm telling you, he's the best player in the game. He's the best fullback in my opinion yep. and obviously he's been injured in the, in the last – a fair bit in the last few years yeah. and um, he's so influential on their team and obviously it shows – it's been shown in the last sort of 10 weeks really and see he just needs to be around the footy and he's a footy player and um, he's someone you definitely want in your team. He's. Um, I think they're going to be there for a while, them two lads.
0: Fullback and centre, you've played both now. There's certainly some similarities under the new rules, especially there's there's parts of the game that are a bit of same-same if you're around the footy. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think with fullback, I guess, in nowadays, it's got a little bit more to do with, with defence. Yep. Def- defensively, the good fullbacks in the game are, are second to none. They get their numbers their numbers right all the time especially on their line um, you, you look at James Tedesco he he's probably the best at it and yep. Roger Tua shek um, you know they're unbelievable and if they, if they do they do sort of make an error they're, they're the sort of people that they, they jump in and, and they they fix their mistakes mm. so I guess you look at people like James Tedesco he scores a thousand tries against but he saves more yep. and and as a centre most centers these days are two, they just want early ball, they want the ball in their hands. Defensively it's in my opinion, not just because I'm a center, it, it's probably the hardest position to defend. Um, because you, you gotta you gotta make you're normally defending three on two yes. most of the time when you're defending. So you gotta you gotta allow a lot of trust on your inside and your inside men and um and obviously your winger needs to be on the same page as you but um, you know, I've been pretty fortunate enough to play a fair bit of positions, so I've been able to see the game a little bit, mm. which has helped, which has allowed me to um, understand the game a little bit more, which has been good. And but center is um, you're looking at, at people probably a little bit more, or I guess like Tommy in in um, the state of origin, he's he's around the ball a little bit more. So I wouldn't be surprised if if that's the way that the center is going to evolve over the next.
0: Great, year cool. or two,
1: you, you see Joey Manu do it a little bit too, mm-hmm. and they're probably two of the best in the game. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's the way that centre is going to evolve soon over the next few years. So it, um, well, you can tell it definitely adds a lot to the team for sure. It sort of adds sort of three three ball players as well.
0: Absolutely, we've seen you in one jersey. Um, would you like a proper crack at it, or, or are you actually preferring centre play?
1: Mate, I love fullback? The the, the reasoning for it, it it keeps you in the game at all times. Yeah, um, so you can compete on every play. You can comp- you can compete on every kick. You, you got to try and save tries all the time. Mm. You get to, you know, you get to bring the ball back all the time. But, mate, it, it it takes a certain player to be able to play fullback and play it at a real high level, and um, I. I love playing and I love studying the game, but at the moment, what's best for our team is for me to to be at center. And um, you have got people like Duff mm. at the back. He's you've seen what he can he can do with the ball in his hands. He's he's probably one of the best in the game at, at ice and those sort of four on threes. And but mate, yeah, I, I'd love to definitely definitely play a little bit more fullback uh, for sure. But um, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving playing center at the moment too.
0: You're a mountain of a young fella, 190 centimetres, probably mid to high 90 kilos. Have any of the older blokes or coaching staff pulled you aside and said, Zach, back row is maybe where you'll end up because of the size of you? Or do you just poo-poo that type of talk?
1: Yeah, mate, absolutely. It's been, um, I think Benny Hunt's been talking to me a little bit about moving into the back row. Um, well, actually, he definitely has been. Um, but, mate, I'm... Um, I was sitting in. Um, I was actually talking to mum and dad last night. I was on Facetime, and dad's like, "Mate, you got to. As soon as you get out of here, you need to start doing some running, mate, because I think you've put on a little bit of weight. So I'm probably sitting at about just over a hundred, probably about 101 kilos at the moment. Um, but mate, I yeah, I actually grew up playing a little bit of back row when I was um, when I was younger. I played a little bit of that and. Uh, Mate, I think back row probably has a little bit too much tackling for me to be honest. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy just sitting up <laughs> sitting in the centers, just making tackles when when need be, but um mate, there's some gun back rows in, in, the, um, in the in the um in the comp at the moment. Holy
0: Galaxyfinance.com.au. dot ask for Leanne for a free chat. Twenty twenty one hasn't been the dream year for our guest. Frustrations with injury have limited his game. A broken thumb round eight. It's seen him sideline since, and he's had to play spectator. Zach Lomax, what type of spectator are you, mate?
1: I'm not the best one. I'm a bit of a sore loser, to be honest. <laughs> um But mate, it, it's it's yeah, it's definitely not ideal sitting on the sidelines watching watching the team go around that's for sure mate especially when you know you can be out there and, and helping your team and but also not being able to train with the team's the, the hardest thing and, and being away from from them and so hats off you it makes you realize and, and hats off to boys that that have done ACLs and, and have come back from from pretty serious injuries and um but mate yeah it, it, it hasn't been ideal definitely sitting on the sidelines that, that's for sure and Hopefully not too long. We're not too far away, mate.
0: You're a sideline guy. Where do you watch the game from? Because some guys go to the coaches' box. Some guys sideline it. Others in the stands. I know guys with it when they're injured, they simply can't go to the game, so they watch at home. Where are you?
1: Well, I've been sitting up in the box most of the time with, with Hook, and um, yeah, so it, it's uh, it's been a bit of an, a bit of an eye opener. So you, you sort of. Yeah. You, you watch the game from a, a different angle up there and you know as as coaches everyone's sort of different in the box and um yeah Hook, hook's pretty funny in the box yeah. too so you get a good laugh out of it but at the same time you you um you understand where he where he he sort of watches the game as well so it um it sort of brings into a different perspective but especially watching from more of a sort of a close angle where where he is and the rest of the assistants are and um but, yeah, I'm definitely not one that loves sitting on the sidelines. that's for sure.
0: Mate, it's really interesting sitting in the coach's box. I've been lucky enough to do it a number of times over the years, and you quickly realise that every and any player goes from the coach screaming, "I'm he's going to get sacked and I'm never going to pick him again and he can't play football, to he's the greatest player since Clive Churchill. Like, the coach, he rides the emotion to the extreme.
1: Absolutely, he does. Um, you know what happens in the box stays in the box. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, mate, you couldn't have said it any better. It goes from one extreme and and to tell you that the best the best player on the team doesn't get a spray. I'd be lying to you. But that's right. Mate, it's um, everyone. Everyone cops their fair share. There's no. There's, there's no doubts about that, absolutely. So there's um, been
0: the injury, mate, then a separate quarantine. When you're hoping to, to finally get back out there, because I, I bet you can't wait.
1: Yeah, mate, It's it's been a bit of a while, to be honest, uh, but I've been trying to stay in as, the best shape I can. Yep. Um, mate, so fingers crossed next week. Cool. So we versus, um, I think we versus the Raiders, but it'll just depend on the on the, uh, the high-performance staff and, and the Mate, I haven't sort of done too much running to be honest um, well as, as I've said I've been quarantining now so mm. I haven't been able to do any running but just got a spin bike here and been trying to tick over on that as much as I can And um, but you know it's 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 definitely not the same as playing games of footy and, and, and running with the ball in your hands but mate it'll either be this week sorry coming against the Raiders or the following week against the Panthers so two pretty tough games and Uh, Fingers crossed I I can be back sooner rather than later.
0: Thanks for dropping in. Legend, can't wait to see you back out there and killing it. We'll chat again soon. Hey, Legends. I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. How would you like to be part of our team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go. From scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances voice recordings and more, the opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. Next week, we could be promoting you right here. Packages start from as little as a couple of hundred dollars. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab. Go to au. What is it about Tamora and Rugby League players, a country town with less than 5,000 people yet a heap of first graders past and present that include the Stimson brothers, Mark and Peter, Toddy Payton, Steve Reardon, Trent Barrett, Ryan Hinchcliffe, modern day players Joe Stimson and our guest, Zach Lomax. That is a fair list, mate, for such a small joint.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also Liam Martin, too.
0: Liam Martin. Yeah. Wow. So,
1: mate, it's, um, I think, I think back in tomorrow, it's, it's, um, it's the best town ever and I've been super lucky to to have the childhood that I have and all my best friends that I grew up with back in Tamora, I still keep in touch with mm. to this day and, and I live with one of them at the moment. So he, he lives with me down in Wollongong and I think back in Tamora, everyone just, everyone knows everyone. yeah, Everyone's friends with everyone and everyone just gets going whatever sport it is and no one's inside back home. That everyone's out, everyone's playing sport, whatever it is, whether it was AFL rugby union, soccer, rugby league. Um, everyone, was, everyone would swim. Everyone would play basketball. It just what whatever was on in in Tamora, whatever sort of yeah. time of the year it was. Everyone and anyone would would be playing that sport, and that's always what it was. It was always after every. Every day at school, it would be right. We're going down. We're going to the cricket nets. Right. The yeah. next day, we're going. We're going down. We're going to play footy. We're going to play touch footy. We're going to play golf. We're going to play cricket again. It's. It was just all. No, no one was ever inside, and and that's what. And still to this day, mate. When I go back, we, we go down and we and we play cricket, and we go out to golf, and we go. We play golf two times a day. Like we're still just always outdoors every time we're at home, and I think everyone just everyone just loves their sport back home. Everyone and it's every family and they all just buy into it and to see the support from everyone back home in Tamora it's there's no other community that you'd rather be a part of like everyone everyone gets behind everyone and everyone's success is is shared amongst the whole community and it's so good to be a part of and um you know there's such a such a beautiful community and and town and We've been super lucky, mate, for sure.
0: I love that. So from tomorrow, your first taste of a bigger setup was Steelers SG ball team. I'm going to say 2016. So you're still a teenager. Do you know who spotted you and invited you to Willawarra?
1: Yep, absolutely. I still keep in touch with to, to this day. He's um, a boy that goes by the name of Brian Keegan. His name is, and um, so he's he's the still the recruitment officer there at the Dragons, and he does look sort of after all the country boys. Yep. And um, actually, the how I got picked up was I was thirteen. So my brother is a year older than me, Hayden, and he's still with us at the moment with the with the Dragons. Yep. He um, so they picked up him the year before. So they had signed him the year before, and I was just his brother. I was just his tag along brother. So they they watched me, and yeah, they they obviously half liked the way that I played, and Jeez. they they signed me too the next year. And uh, mate, two years later, mum and dad and our, our little brother Declan moved us down to Wollongong, and so I was fifteen, going into year ten. Hayden was sixteen, and so mum and my little brother moved down for yeah. the first two years with Hayden and I and dad stayed home for two years. Dad would come up most weekends as much as he could. And yeah, so mate, if it, if it wasn't for mum and dad coming down, um, mate, there's no way. We'll, we'll, I was 15, Hayden was 16 and there's there's no way in the world that that I'd be sitting where I, where I was. It wasn't for mum and dad. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was a massive or huge move for the family. And Mum and Dad was sort of almost split up to an extent. Well, they obviously weren't, but they were—they weren't seeing each other. Um, so Dad would come down, and Dad—Dad Dad couldn't leave because he was obviously what was providing for us. He, yeah. he had to work and stay home. And so, mate, yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, um, it's been a hell of a ride, and I think it's our—it's our seventh year now in Moana. So it's—it um, all sort of happened pretty quick. And but Brian Keegan, he—he's
0: um. One of the greatest blokes in in rugby league. That's a feel-good story in itself and a wonderful insight, legend. Chat again soon. Everyone at some Time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. And The head chef today, we've got Dragon, Zach Lomax. How do you go on the barbie, mate? What's your What's your go-to? Are you a T-bone, sausages, onion type of guy or gourmet? Mate, I, not that I'm a, I'm a good cook, but I, I love cooking.
1: I yeah. always – I try to cook as much as I can and um, especially when my, when my family and that come down, I try and cook as much as I can. So I, I, I've got a smoker at home and I try to smoke yeah. my meats as much as I can and um, I think – a smoked, a smoked brisket would be would be what I probably can do the best, only because that's the one that I've done the most. Yep. Um, but I, I love smoked meats. That would be my, my all-time favourite food would be, if I could have anything, it would be a smoked meat platter with, say, brisket, smoked ribs, um, a smoked sort of um, pork shoulder, whatever oh, it is. You've won no, me. That would, be, that would be my go for sure, but... Um, I do do barbies most of the time. To be honest, I love pork chops. Um, they're just nice and easy. Yeah, um, lamb chops do. Um, yeah, so we have sausages all the time. We've got a mad butcher, Hasty's, Hasty's butcher in in Wollongong, mate. The um, yeah, they're they're my go-to butchers. And
0: I love uh, that. Give them an enormous rat yeah. now, mate. You've got eight seats at the outdoor table. You've got a fridge full of beer. Who are you inviting for the afternoon, Barbie? Right, number one, Paul Vaughan would be number one. He'd be the
1: he'd be the head chef, and then so I've, I've gone probably a few celebrities here. Yeah, I'm going Conor McGregor. Oh yes, much. I'm going Denzel Washington, um, Will Smith,
0: the actor, not the footballer.
1: The actor. Yeah, um, I'm going Morgan Freeman. Oh yes, I'm going. Gordon Ramsay is, is the goat. Yep. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and I'm going Nelson Mandela.
0: There you go. Nelson yep. Mandela with the sports stars and the movie stars. Probably uh, more important than a lot of them put together, but that is quite the lineup. Paul Vaughan, Conor McGregor, Denzel Washington, Will Smith, Morgan Freeman, Gordon Ramsay, Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant and Nelson Mandela. And you said you're going to have Vaughn on the barbecue and not Gordon Ramsay.
1: Yeah, me and Vaughn taking, taking reins of the barbecue.
0: Look out, there is a good sword on the podcast and I'm not talking about myself, you gibberers. This is serious shit we need to know and ready to reveal all is Dragon's favourite, Zach Lomax. Mate, I'm going to ask... A question and give you two options. You choose what works best. It's simple and it's got absolutely nothing to do with footy. We're going to start with PlayStation or Xbox?
1: PlayStation every day of the week.
0: Kissing, eyes open or shut? Ooh.
1: My missus gets cranky with me when I've got my eyes open, so I've got to say
0: shut. Go say shut. NFL or NBA? NBA. Beach or bush? Beach. Beer or wine? Wine, every day of the week. Summer or winter? Winter. Ugg boots in public, yes or no? Absolutely. Boxing or MMA? Boxing. New phone or new clothes? New clothes. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Hamburger or chicken schnitty burger? Chicken schnitty. Bordies or budgies? Bordies. Noodle pyjamas? I'm an undies man. There you go. Driver or passenger? Driver. Now, finally, the last one, and this is the important one. Toilet paper. Folder or Fold. scruncher?
1: Fold. Yeah.
0: There's really oh, no... Honestly,
1: alter- honestly, and Morty's got to wrap a lot of the times here. He stands up and scrunches. He has to stand up, walk away from the toilet and scrunches and wipes. That is a ridiculous combination. That is ridiculous. Yeah. And he, he's gobsmacked that I don't do the same oh dear
0: thanks for being a good sport chat again soon great man thanks mate hey legends I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered how would you like to be part of our team our sponsorship packages are ready to go from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions personal appearances voice recordings and more the opportunities are limited only by your imagination you set the terms unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we cater to businesses both big and small we'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want how you want and when you want next week we could be promoting you right here Packages start from as little as a couple of hundred dollars. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab. Go to au. A country kid from the town of Tamora, Zach Lomax. As a young fella, mate, which team did you support? Who were your favourite players?
1: Mate, I was the biggest diehard Tigers fan wow. on the planet. And Benji Marshall was the bee's knees for me. I have I still to this day back home I have these big posters of Benji and mate, it's crazy. Everyone everyone back home it's all I knew that I was all Benji Marshall and Benji Marshall this, Benji Marshall that. And um I never sort of was able to go to a game. All I wanted for every birthday was I just wanted to go and train with Benji Marshall. That's all I ever asked for every year. Um, but yeah, he was a he was a bee's knees, mate. And um, I just tried to play like him, flick pass, do all the steps like him, and goal kick like him. And
0: he spent a season at the Dragons, but that was before your time, wasn't it? Yeah, just before
1: I got there, and I remember I was super pumped because I just sort of signed with the Dragons, and then he signed there, and I was so I was yeah, yeah I was pumped. Have you got sort, to play against
0: I, him yet, Zach?
1: Yeah, mate. It's actually a funny story. So the first time I played against him, I'm sure if you looked it up, it'd be it's a bit of a video um, of I got knocked out and I got knocked out real bad against him, and I I can't remember the game, but I remember before the game, I remember I was talking to um, our physio, and I said to him before the game, and I remember obviously telling mum and dad and. Mm. Um, I was going to get a photo with him straight after the game. I yeah. really wanted to get a photo with him. And um, because I remember we were supposed to play them before, but he didn't play okay. that game. So I was spewing about it. And then we versed him at the SCG. And I think it was in the second half, I um, Benny Hunt sort of half made a break and, and I was sort of backing him up on the inside. He's passed me the ball and Corey Thompson was... Was coming towards me. He was at the fullback, and I sort of slipped, and he's he's sort of hit me. And Esar Masters come from behind and knee me in the back of the head. I
0: remember it. I remember it.
1: And I was out cold. Like can't remember anything of it. And uh, but I remember before the game, I said to the physio, "I need to get a photo with Benji after the game. Yeah. I have to get a photo. So you have got to make sure you come and take a photo of us." And anyway, end up getting a photo. Do not remember the photo. But I got, got the photo and he ended up sending it to me on the car trip home and I had no idea about it. Wow. And I posted it that night and I was I, – I could not believe it. But, yeah, I had no idea. do not remember getting the photo, nothing.
0: Galaxyfinance.com.au. Ask for Leanne for a free chat. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Weekly Wards. Let's go back to round 10, 2018. St George, Illawarra versus South Sydney. The Dragons were leading the comp while our guest, he was on debut. Always a special memory, Zach Lomax. Mate, what stands out from the day?
1: Mate, I guess it was probably, I ended up playing three minutes, I think. Mm. I went on in the last, yeah, I think I was supposed to go on with about eight minutes to go, I think. And then I was—I got up and obviously I had all that family there and and everything and um, I I got up and and got the card and I was obviously coming off the bench and, um, I think I was going onto, onto the wing. We were down by 12 points and I think, or it might've been eight. I don't know. I I can't remember the score line. Um, but I got up and I, I went up, went up to the end and they ended up scoring. I think they ended up scoring another try or something. And then, There was eight minutes to go, and I I didn't end up getting on because of the circumstances during the game. Whether I I can't remember exactly what happened, whether we got a penalty and we ended up having to defend for longer, and and then it got down to like three or four minutes. And you're still
0: hanging on the sidelines, and I'm still waiting,
1: and I'm just sort of waiting to run on. And then anyway, I run on, and we kick off. Um, they scored, and then I ran on, so I was with the team, and I was just sort of. I didn't know what to think. I was just sort of super paranoid, and I was, yeah. but I was pumped. And we kicked off and they had a full set. And then I think they kicked it and we knocked it on. And then, um, then they ended up getting the ball again. And then they come down the end and it was like four on one. I was the only one down the, down the short side. And Damien Cook come down the short side, put a grubber in, and it, I think it deflected off me. And then Greg Ingers ended up picking the ball up and I tried to push him out and then he scored and that was that was my debut. That was <laughs> that Oh, was dear.
0: Mate, was there any of the older guys over the course of the week before and the week after that were really good for a young bloke in terms of calming you down, bit of advice, bit of experience, just looking after you? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And and the two lads that um, – well, three actually that stick out um, would be – Jeremy Lattimore, yep. absolutely, and um, James Graham for sure. Is they're they're just some older heads that yep. the best thing about them lads is they're they're a person first before a footy player, and mm. and and that's that's what it's all about. And um, yeah, they've been around, they've they've seen it all. Jerry's obviously been one of the journeymen of the NRL, mm. and, and Jim has played about a million NRL games, Your so. Heads. He's about close to fifty now, and he's played seven hundred and eighty games. And <laughs> um, I still keep in t- in touch with both of the lads today. And yeah, um, but but they were they were unbelievable, and they were just all about being a good person first before you're a footy player. Your footy play comes naturally, and yep. and we can you know we can understand all the technical kind of thing all along the lines, and as your career grows, and but it's all about being a good person first, and, and being responsible being respectful, staying humble, and yep, and um, just giving back to to as much as you can, and and um, you know, I've I've been lucky lucky to spend a fair bit of time with them two lads, and um, they just sort of bring it back down to earth a lot of the time, and it's all about the culture and and um, what it means to be a first grader,
0: mate. How long did it take you until you? felt like a first grader because it doesn't happen immediately once you take the field uh, in your debut game. Gordon Tallis said on the Legends Series interview we did with him, which is back episode one, I think, it was years before he actually felt like a first grader, which which stunned me. When was it for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, I knew that, um, you know, training-wise and – and along them lines that that I was capable enough, yep. uh, just just being at training with with the whole team, but experience is a is a huge thing, and and playing consistent footy is a huge thing. So I think it wasn't. So 2018, I debuted, and um, mate, it was the week after I debuted, mm. I ended up breaking my wrist again. So I was I was actually boxing at training because, mate, I was 18th man from round one yeah. to round ten. So I. I played and we, we won pretty much every game. Yep. And we played a lot of games that were after a New South Wales Cup team. So, I probably strung together three or four games between round one to round 10. So, I didn't really play wow. too much. And at training, we were doing a – we sort of had like a, a fat club who, who that it's called and it's um, like the boys that need to drop their skin folds a little bit. Yep. Yep. Um, that are, that are still fit as, but they're just trying to drop some of their yeah. skin folds. So they were doing like boxing and they were like sparring one another. So I just jumped in with with one of them and I've thrown like a right hook on Stevie Masters and hit the back of his arm and my wrist just rolled and yep. put my scaphoid. So that put me out, and that was the week after I debuted. Oh, wow. That put me out until I think it was the last the second last round of the year I played one New South Wales Cup game and then the week after I played in the last game against of the round yeah. um, of the year, sorry, against Knights and then the semi-final against the Broncos, which was my third and it pretty much my second NRL game because my debut, I sort of don't really count that because I, I didn't even get a run or anything. <laughs> so I didn't take the carry. Or make a tackle. I got my hands on the the best centre in the world in GI. Yeah. But in my second my second game, which was pretty much my first game, was against the Knights in the last round. And then, mate, it was the the third game was against the Broncos, and it was the best game ever to be a part of. It was semi final yep. played up there in front of the fifty thousand Broncos fans. Couldn't you could see one or two Dragons fans yep. over there in the corner and mate, we ended, I think we ended up winning like fifty something to It was a monster score, yeah. Mate, it was um it was a good game to be a part of and and um that that's still to this day my favorite game that I've been a part of. It but I sort of went the whole next year playing every different position. I think the only position I didn't play the next year was Hooker. Um so it was just sort of um I was just sort of doing what was ever what um, Mary, who the coach was at yeah. the time. Whatever he needed. What, what whatever he needed. And, and mate, I was I was just sort of doing what was ever what was best for the team and and then it was the following year where I started at, at fullback and yep. then we went into and then Mika got injured round one against the Tigers. So I went and I played wing round two and then we went into COVID. So the game stopped. Yep. And then I come back and played center and um, played centre for the rest of the year and mate. Towards the middle of that year, that's when I when I knew that I was um, I was playing some consistent footy and, and I was really confident in my game. And, yep. Um, so more towards the back end of the season, mate, I, re- I really felt at home and um, I really feel, felt more confident about my game and I was getting more confident every week. And I think that's a that's a huge part of the NRL and and development as as younger players is just playing consistently with with um your I guess your combinations too your yep. inside and outside men and and I'm sure every center and half and and back row winger will tell you defensively having a good combination there yeah. and making making some good connections with your teammates is so vital in NRL because some of some attack, attacking halves that you come up against are so, so good and they can yep. pick you apart and they can pull your pants down and make you look pretty silly at, at some stages. So I think that's a huge thing is defensively is um, a good combination and I was lucky enough to be able to play obviously with Benny Hunt and Tyson Brazil who was playing State of yep. Origin at the time and and um, and Mika Ravalao, who, in my opinion, when, when he's on, is probably the most damaging mm. player in the comp. So... I was pretty lucky to, to build a pretty good relationship there. but
0: Yeah, no, that's, um, mate, that's a wonderful answer and a really honest answer too. I love winding the clock back and, and getting the honest thoughts of the guys and their thoughts about their own journey. Appreciate your time, Ledge, and good luck on the weekend.
1: Thanks, mate. Ledge.
0: That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter and Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their 13. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had, best drinkers, best looking, who knows, there's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite, and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues, and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them, and we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer, and make sure you come back soon, legends.